0: Is their teammates that's crazy? And he tells Katie, Hey man, I waited seventh grade, I waited 30 <laughs> minutes, but like,
1: what a
2: cool full circle,
0: moment, yeah, you know that, that right? is that's man. That's wow,
2: cool. I mean, we'll we'll talk about it on the pod, but it's similar to to you because you've been listening to John Jay since you, man. Were a
1: kid. Really? And really? I, I've, like I've like always school, been like, yeah. Oh man, uh, voice acting and like doing uh, like since I was a kid, like you know, you play with action figures, I used to mute the TV and do like voiceovers with my full friends and over like. Here. And I'm, I, I would hear your show all the time, driving to college. I'm like, just put it on. You guys are hilarious. I'm like, Thanks, John man. Jane Rich. Okay, John Jane Rich. Thanks, man. See, that
0: trips me out because like when I look at you, now don't laugh when I say this, but when I look at you. You don't look like someone who would listen to me. <laughs> no. I feel like <laughs> in, my my eyes, in my eyes, I feel like we're close. We're in the same age.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I said wait, this wait. to my wife the other day. Okay. I was at
0: the gym the other day, and this, these two guys come walking towards me. And I, to me, in my eyes, I feel like we're the same age, right? And they go, they got to be 23, 24. And they go, excuse me, sir. And I'm like, oh, sir? Sir? Hell <laughs> no! Oh, no I told my wife, but these kids call me sir. I go, I feel like we're the same. And then I look at get a glance in the mirror. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay,
3: oh, oh man, you but have that forever young heart. So it don't matter what number you hit. I you're feel like it's a year. Yes, here. yes. Yeah. youthfulness
1: yeah. is a mindset. I, I think so. I agree. No, and sure. and agree. you can hear it in the like when you talk that you have. In every it's not like yeah. a NPR right. radio. Like you know what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Like well, what I try. All to right,
3: clap twice to sync the audio. Oh, that's too bad you were rolling. I that's
1: know. That's all good. Oh, you weren't there. We're all We're all to talk. So. Uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of What Does It Take Pod. Every guest is special, but today it's like a local legend. Ooh. Local legend in the building, John Jay. Thanks, guys. Welcome, yeah, so welcome. man. A little round of applause. And his lovely wife is in the building as well. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> Shout out to the wifey. Another clap. <laughs> I kind of turn this into
0: a date night. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's I like how you changed your voice. You're like, yeah,
1: that's yeah, a fine idea.
0: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> did <laughs> I do that? Yeah. Is that? Con- <laughs> you just did
4: that. Yeah. It like late oh, night special, man. You, you, right. you know what's
1: funny is that when I lift up the phone early in the morning, that's me. Hello. My husband's like, dude, are you
3: okay? <laughs> yes. Late at night, same thing. Throughout the day, my voice is like
1: up here. Oh my
3: god! <laughs> <laughs> the energy. Honestly, that's pretty dope that you guys get a date night and still be able to get some work in. Yeah. You guys are about to go to the Suns game after this, right? Is there you know a, a game tonight? Uh, no, no, no. His son. Friday. Oh, his son, son plays. Son. That's what. Okay, that's my what. Son I, son his, plays. Plays. his son oh, okay. plays. Shout out basketball.
2: to. Two of my sons play yeah. basketball, but one Sweet. of them plays in
0: college. One of them's in
2: high school. Yeah. Shout out to Kent, man. He's doing his thing out there in Hawaii. But, hey, appreciate you coming, yeah, man. Okay. Like, hey, Hell it's been yeah. a battle trying to get John Jay in here. Last week we were supposed to get him, and he hit me up. It was like 4 in the morning. He's like, hey, man, I'm not going to be able to come. He said my face is jacked up. Hell yeah. <laughs> 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 and he, like, sent me a picture in his face. It was just like, And I was like, all right, that's cool, man. I totally understand. Well, the be week before, you guys, somebody here was
3: sick. Yeah. You guys we, you? Yeah, yeah. We had yep. a period where <laughs> Q was sick for like mm-hmm. two weeks, Monte was sick for sick. a week, and we're like, We're not trying to get anyone sick. Mm-hmm. And it sucked because that was like during Super, Super Bowl time Bowl too. Mm-hmm. Right. And before, that was the time know. to network. Like I think they had Gronk over here. yeah, Gronk was and in the studio. I saw that you uh, connected with Gronk too. I saw yeah. in your story. Yeah. So it was a lot of networking happening at no, that week sick. and I'm like, dang, we kinda dropped the ball, but it's just yeah. it is what it is. We kind of re-up, got healthy. Mm-hmm. Um but let's take it back to, I was uh, taking a look. So I realized you started in San Diego, right? Yeah. Back in 1990?
0: In I started uh, in radio. I, I started like at 89, 90 as an
3: internship in, okay. in radio, yeah. What I think is crazy about you is it took about six years, if I'm not mistaken, for you to have your uh, stint where you were able to finally host. So you started San Diego. Then went to Houston, right, or is Cincinnati, Cin- and then Cincinnati. Houston.
0: So w- what happened was, is I always wanted to be on the radio, always since I was a kid. And I grew up in Arizona, right. Um, I ended up moving to San Diego because of my parents, my dad, traveled. had a, a, was in the restaurant business, and I was in college, and I got a job at, 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 at a radio station there. And it was a blast, and I only had two shifts, and I got fired. I got fired because he can <laughs> laugh now talking about this in front of my wife. But I, I there was a, a very good-looking cheerleader that asked me to go on a date, and I was all excited. And I went on the date, and I blew off my shift at the radio station, so they fired oh. me. So, cut to I then get an internship at a TV station mm-hmm. when I'm in college, and I'm working at the TV station. And working in TV was so boring. Everything was at the same time, and I was. It was cool because I typed up stuff for the news anchors to say or the voice of the TV station would say, coming up on News 10, you know, like that. I was the guy that typed it. And I was like, that's cool. But it was so boring. TV was so boring. (laughs) And then I find out about an internship available at a legendary radio station called 91X. It's an alternative radio station. So I get the internship there. And that's where it was insanity.
1: What year was that? 1990, 91X? 1989, 1990.
0: That was in San Diego, right? San Diego, ninety one okay. X, and that's where like I would, I just lived there. I loved it so much. I stayed there all the time. I didn't get paid. I was there all the time. And I would go. I remember one time the night DJ says, "Hey, um, there's gonna be some a band showing up. Can you let them in when they get here?" I'm like, "Yeah, man, sure." So this blue Volkswagen bus pulls up, and this guy oh, yeah. with blue hair comes out, and I'm waiting, and he comes out, and he goes, "Hey," he goes, "I'm here to see Mike." I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, you got, I got you guys a bunch of pizza. And I go, What's your name? And he goes, I'm Kurt Cobain with Nirvana. Uh-huh. And what? It, and it's all Nirvana. The whole band gets out and I walk them in and what? I sit in the back and we're eating pizza and they start playing. And, and I'm I'm 19 years old, so I don't know what's going on. I don't know who these guys are. <laughs> I now it's a big I mean it was kind of a big deal then. But yeah. so those that's are the kind of cr- artists that I dealt with as as an intern coming up and learning about radio. So wait a minute, that's crazy. Yeah. So you're yeah. chilling
1: and Kurt Cobain pulls up in a blue Volkswagen golf. Yeah. Yeah. And you're just like, oh yeah, come on. I makeup. didn't know. I mean I didn't Bro, I didn't care what? about
0: I didn't care about the music. And then and then this is all as an internship. And I'm always hustling there. And I'm learning certain things. I'm reading motivational books nonstop, right? So what I used to do at the radio station is I would walk around with a pen and a piece of paper in my hand at all times, no matter what. Just so it looked yeah. like I was always doing something. So mm-hmm. everybody else in the building, there was like four or five radio stations, they always saw that John Jay guy, he's always hustling, he's always doing something. Even though I was going to the bathroom, I had a piece of paper and a pencil in my hand. I hands, love it. Right? So eventually they offered me a job on the, another station the building. was a sports station. Now, I know nothing about sports. Nothing. Just to give you an idea, Super Bowl was here a week ago, two weeks ago. I had passes to everything. I was surrounded by every NFL player. I knew Joe Montana. You, you said, you, uh, he, he posted a
2: story on Instagram. He was like, uh, was, who was it, Stephon Diggs? I had no idea. And he was like, and he was actually he like, hey, who's this guy right here? And you posted on your story. Yeah, I, I had like, no idea who it was. I was like, come oh on, man. You got no know that guy. What is that, the greedy guy?
0: The uh, greedy guy was walking by too, and I had taken pictures. Oh, that was Justin
2: Je- oh, oh, know, yeah. was Jefferson. Oh, yeah. You're talking about Justin yeah, Jefferson. Yeah, yeah, Jefferson. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I was
0: taking pictures of people, and I was sending my son. I was That's like, hilarious. Who's who's and he's like, oh, that's Dak Prescott, man. Come
3: on. I'm like, <laughs> oh, <okay>. what's hilarious to me, you say you're not into sports, but your kids are athletes. Athletes. And. That had to have get you going, getting into sports. That's why I'm as much as I am in. The, I'm in the basketball now. I don't okay. know much about
0: football, but I'm in the basketball now because of my kids. Okay. But I get this job at a sports station, and I'm literally. It, it was called the Mighty Six Ninety, and I'm literally driving cars around, and I'm shoveling Wayne Gretzky. I'm driving him around. I'm going to the LA Kings games. I'm now that's going to the Laker yeah, games. I was at the Lakers oh, games when that's Magic wild. Johnson or when Michael Jordan won his first championship. I was there. I was at that game and, and I worked at Mike Tyson fights. I did all this stuff and I knew nothing about the, I didn't care. That's the thing. I think where it got me to the level I'm at now with certain celebrities, just I don't care. You know, and I didn't care then because they were athletes, I didn't know who they were. Mm. So i kinda so then this is the that stuff's all okay, but this is how I, I wasn't on I wasn't on the radio. Yeah. Mm. So when I, I was an intern and when I would come to work in the mornings, the fancy cars belonged to the salespeople and the morning radio people. Those are the people that drove the fancy cars, right? So I was like, man, I I wanna do that. How how do I get to be at that point? And being a morning radio person There's a lot of work that goes into that. You don't just get on the radio. you got to go work overnights in Kentucky, Mm -hmm. in a small town in Kentucky, and you get really good from midnight to 5, and then they move you to 10 a.m., and then they move you to afternoons, and and then eventually once you get good enough to understand radio, they'll put you on mornings maybe in a small city, and you work your way up. That's how it normally happens. So I was like, well, I'll become a salesperson Mm -hmm. then. So I started, I got a job at radio at a hip-hop station. I was selling commercials on the hip-hop station. That's when I met my wife. She was selling commercials on a Mexican station, so her and I started talking, and you know, we fell in love. And, and then I was not—I was doing okay as a salesperson. I wasn't great. How old were you at the time? 22, 23. Okay. and I was driving a nice car. But you know, I was—I always wanted to. I was—I always thought it was important to live up beyond my means. So I was driving a fancy car, so that if I went to a sales meeting again, I was like, my brain was like, if I'm going to go call on this client. And I pull up in a BMW, mm-hmm. and they pull up in a beat up Volkswagen Rabbit, my competitor. If you're the advertiser, who are you gonna really believe? The guy in a BMW or the
2: guy that can't You've afford it? You gotta look the part. Right. Yeah. Can part. I, couldn't <laughs> afford, I couldn't afford it. I couldn't afford it. Because I talk about this with them all the time. Yeah, you gotta look you the part. To. Like that Even cardigan. if you don't have it, like that you gotta look yeah. like you have it. Fake you
0: it until you make says, it. You you make make it. it. Fake part. it till you make it. You gotta <laughs> look the part. And and I couldn't afford to be my BMW got repossessed. I mean that's that's like I remember one time my Damn. wife and I were dating and I was like my car got stolen, it turned out it didn't get stolen, <laughs> <laughs> Sam, it you got just taken listened. away. You know what I mean? So so eventually then one day I was like not happy and she's like, well what do you want to do? What's your ultimate job? And I said, well I, I'd want to be on the radio. I said or I'd like to write or perform for Saturday Night Live. Those Come are my man. two goals. Ooh. So she says, she says, well let's let's figure that out. How are we going to do that? So we get a piece of paper, we write down what are we going to do. Saturday Night Live, Morning Radio. Well, Morning Radio's out. That's too hard. There's no way I can do that. So let me go after Saturday Night Live. So how do you get on Saturday Night Live? Well, Lorne Michaels, the creator of Saturday Night Live, he pretty much gets his talent from two places at the time. Second City, which is a stand-up, which is improv in Mm -hmm. Chicago, where John Belushi came from and Dan Aykroyd, they came from there. Or the Groundlings in Los Angeles, which is where Will Ferrell came from, Conan (laughs) O'Brien came from, Lisa Kudrow came from, um, a handful of people come from there. So I was like, she was like, well, let's figure that out. So I called the groundlings, and they're like, you need to audition. You need to bring a headshot. And I don't have any of that stuff. So I go to like one of those little photo booths and take a little three-point headshot, And which they, and when I went to the groundlings, they, they looked at it, and they laughed because headshots are big old black B- and white yeah. photos. And the lady was like, oh, you, bless your heart, she said. <laughs> so I do this audition, and they, they like me, and they accept me. And so now i'm going to classes at the improv i'm going to classes at the groundlings every weekend i lived in san diego i drive to la crash at my sister's house and do groundling classes on saturdays and sundays then i started performing with them and and so then i get i'm, I'm doing improv in san diego i joined some improv groups i'm doing improv stuff and i learned a lot about the fundamentals of of when it's things are funny when you do improv You're doing things like if I go, hey, man, take this glass of water. You go, that's not water, it's soda. Well, no, you just denied the bit. That is water, (laughs) except in advance, Mm. except in advance, Mm. which is great fundamentals for radio, except in advance. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. I was learning a lot of great stuff for morning radio, which I didn't know at the time would be great in radio. So I'm doing all this stuff with the Groundlings, and then my old boss who hired me at the sports station – He's now in Cincinnati. But when you were hired,
3: it was you were just an intern. You were getting paid. Just, right. I was intern. I, I got hired. Or are you talking about for the sales part? For the
0: no, no. When I got hired to the sports station, I was driving people around. That was my first real job. I got okay. paid sixteen five, and I thought I was the richest man in the world. Right back way then, above that was minimum yeah, wage. Money, right? So that guy that hired me, he moved to Cincinnati, and he was running a top forty station called Q one hundred two.
3: Okay.
0: He says to me, "Hey, we're firing our morning show." we need somebody really funny and we don't want them ever to know anything about being on a radio. He goes, I've told my bosses about you and I think you're really funny. Would you want to come out and audition for uh, the morning job here in Cincinnati? I'm like, hell yeah, I would. I go, but I happen to be doing, I got asked to open for this stand-up comedian. I've never opened before. And I'm going to open in this arena and try to do some stuff. And he's like, dude, when the general manager of a major market radio station says he wants to bring you out here, You come out here. I can go out there. So I I canceled the (laughs) the, the improv thing. I flew to Cincinnati. I did four days of morning radio. I'd never done it before. The people I was with, they were kind of rude. The lady I was with, she was rude. She was like, I remember she's like, "Um, we're gonna do the weather now. She's like, Hey, John, my name's John Jay. That's my Mm -hmm. real name, Mm -hmm. John. Why don't you do the weather? And she hands me the weather. I'd never done the weather before, and I was like, Oh, it's sunny and seventy-two. And she goes, That's not how you do the weather. Hey, everybody, put your tops down. It's going to be a nice, wonderful day. Let your hair blow oh, in the sun. And I looked <laughs> at her and I was like, I don't talk like that. I said, I don't talk. I, I go, I don't, I don't do anything like that. I go, that's not hot. If I was to do a radio show, I don't want to do it like that. Yeah,
3: you're not trying to compromise who you are.
0: Yeah. Now, meanwhile, my wife and I are now engaged to be married. And uh, we go, we get married. And then we go on our honeymoon. And on our honeymoon, I think I, I got the job while we're on our honeymoon. And so we got married. I came back. And I took off to Cincinnati by myself after we get married. Wow. And I got this job doing a morning radio show. Never done it before in my life in We're, Cincinnati. What Honeymoon to that. Man, right. <laughs> yeah. Well, her bosses <laughs> told her, she was like, hey, I'm quitting. I'm going to go to Cincinnati. John Jay got a job on the, radio, on the radio. And they said to her, do us a favor. He, don't take this the wrong way, but Uh-oh. it's probably not going to work out for him. It's a really hard thing to do. So why That's don't you stay up. here? Give him six months. And that and backfired stay. on them. Kind of uh, yeah, yeah, back on you. Yeah. Yeah. So I was there six months without her, and uh, and then it was like she said it's working out. I won in the first month or two. I won like best DJ in Cincinnati. Ooh, look at was, me now. It was it was cra- It was it was a crazy time. I think for two years I just crushed it, and then my I, I never dealt with this before. My competitors in Cincinnati um, hired me away. They couldn't beat me, so they hired me to Houston that's how I got to Houston and I learned a valuable oh. lesson there too. This is another lesson for you Monte. I learned there don't ever take a job for money. I know that's a tough Ooh. that's tough the process cuz I made I went from Cincinnati to Houston for a shit ton of money. A shit ton of money. And I and I was like, "Let's go, man, live in life," but it was the worst 4 years of my entire life living in Houston. Really? I made a ton of money, but it was miserable. You know what's what, crazy what made that's it not bad.
3: Like the first time I heard that what, like, what, don't take a... Don't, uh, don't take a job for money. But we'll get into that after. But yeah, no, what, no, no. Uh, what made, like you said, what made you say that?
0: Well, so when I got there, I was going to be... It was a country radio show. I'd never done country before. And they were like, don't worry about it. Do your top 40 stuff. Do your shtick. Um, and I go there. And at the time, it's the number one country station in the United States. And I was supposed to start three months from the, from when I got there. But the night guy got busted doing cocaine, <laughs> and oh, sure. they were like, nice. we need good publicity. We need to put you on now. And I'm like, wait a minute. I don't know anything about Houston. I am going to study the city, study the culture. They put me on, and then as soon as I started doing the radio show, they were like, hey, you can't do that on country radio. You can't say that. You can't do that. And it was hot, but not like Phoenix hot.
2: It's humid. Humid. Humid.
0: Humid. That's out. That's out. My wife and I were trying to have a baby, have a family, and we got pregnant. We had twins, but they didn't make it. It was miserable. Oh, It was just a really sad, miserable time. We were there, and then, and then at some point, after four years, um, I I don't want to say I got fired, but they bought me out. They bought out my contract. Oh, awesome! A new company came in and bought my radio station, so they bought me out. So at that point, I was like, I'm going to get back into (laughs) top forty. So I had a job offer uh, back in Cincinnati, I had a job offer in Washington DC, in Seattle, um, in LA. I went to LA and did, uh, it was a country radio station. I did, I, I did three weeks in LA and it was just, it was fun, but it was just awkward. It didn't work out right. So. I then went. In fact, the guy I, I partnered with, a guy, one of my sister's friends, he's now the head writer at Saturday Night Live right now. Damn. Yeah, he's the head hey, writer. Real quick, I don't, yeah. mean, I don't mean to cut you no, off. No, cut but, me off. But
2: you, you said something that was really key that I feel like might go over a lot of people here. You said, "Don't be too quick to take an opportunity because of a higher pay." Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's so important because, like, people could be in like a shitty situation and they really need that money, and not not realizing what's behind that door when you walk into it. And I feel like that right there can go a long way because, like, like think about it with LeBron James when he had the opportunity in high school to sign that deal was with Reebok. Remember, they offered him a million dollars, yeah. he turned it down. Right now, he's a billionaire. Right, it's like what you just said was like so key. Like you just never know. Like you might this might be a really good opportunity, but just kind of like don't be too quick to say yes. Just kind of wait it out because if they're offering you something, just imagine what the next person gonna offer you. That that I'm saying, don't
0: take the job because it's a lot of money. Yeah. Because you might go, this money's going to change our life. But mm-hmm. you don't, it's your quality of life that I uh, think is important. Because yeah, sure. what I, I left Houston, I went to Tucson, right? I went from market number four to market 69 or something like that, right? <laughs> for a lot less money. I mean, it was almost no money, right? And speaking of basketball, eventually I was, we were very successful. That's when I partnered up with Rich, right? So Rich and I started doing the show in Tucson. And eventually I get this job offer to go to New York from Tucson. They offer me, again, a crap ton of money to go to New York. That's market number one, right? So I'm like, I don't, man, I, I'm, I'm sensitive to the money issue now. And I have a good life in Tucson. That's when, you guys remember Lute Olsen? Yes. U of a coach Lute yep. Olson. So yep. him and I kind of became friends. So I remember one day I called Lute Olsen. I said, hey, I, I got a I I question for you. And he goes, come in my office. I sat down with Lute Olsen. The dude brought out two yellow pads. And he wrote down one yellow pad pros and one yellow pad cons. And he, Lute Olsen sat down with me for three hours. This guy's in the Hall of Fame, the Basketball Hall of Fame. And we sat down and wrote the pros and cons of staying or leaving Tucson and going to New York. Because that dude got job offers to take over the NBA. Mm -hmm. He got job offers to go to other schools. And he said, raising a family in Tucson is, I get goosebumps talking about this. Mm -hmm. So he sat down with me, and at the end of the meeting, it was decided, I'm staying in Tucson. I didn't go to New York, right? Because it was like, and it was, I mean, it was the game-changing, life-changing money to go to New York. Market one. And so after talking to Lute, I was like, thanks, coach. I'm not going. So I'm staying in Tucson. So I stayed in Tucson. And then from there, the show went, you know, we, I think we picked up Santa Barbara. Then we picked up Phoenix. Then we had to go move to Phoenix because the technology was better. And then for Phoenix, we picked up Colorado Springs and Portland. And then our show is now broadcast mm-hmm. all
1: over the country. So, so one that- thing I want to bring light to here is two things I realize. Um, one is when you met your wife. She was supporting you. So kudos to you because it takes a strong woman to say, what do you want? Let's talk about it. To kind of be uh, supportive and in a way like a guide. And then you stepped out of your comfort zone many times doing things. You are like, I have no idea what this is. Yeah. But let's do it. I, I wouldn't do or be
0: anywhere that I am right now without her. Without man, actually, one hundred percent everything. That's, that's the it. most important decision mm-hmm. you made yeah, in your man. life. Yeah. ride right or die. Ride or die. One hundred percent, man. I mean, she's the one that goes. What do you want to do? What do you want? Okay, well, how do we get there? The thing is, and then every too, night, I remember she's, every night we'd go to bed. She's like, "Tell me about your day," and I'd be like, "No, nah, I'm really tired." And she's like, "No, tell me man. about your day," and I'd be like,
3: "I love I, I hearing <laughs> I stories <laughs> like that. that." That's amazing <laughs> to hear because to add to that, it really it's is. not easy. Even if you weren't in a relationship, it's not easy moving from state to state opportunity after opportunity and then you guys were trying to start a family right that's what's insane that you guys sustained all went through all that found the success that you guys have found raising some amazing kids and future athletes so i I think i think that's just amazing that is it It, it It is is a dynamic and for you to
1: again everyone always says like uh growth is outside of a comfort zone but how many times I heard you while you were telling us a little about a little bit about your background is like how many times you stepped out like I had no idea about that, but it didn't stop you from going and doing it. Yeah.
0: Well, there's I, I have this theory that I, you need to take opportunities, mm. you know, and you also now being doing a radio show, I also am always looking for content. Mm-hmm. So if something lands in my lap, and even though I might go, boy, I don't want to do that. Well, I'm gonna have a story to tell. Mm. That's out of my comfort. Like last week, I didn't go do my because I did something to my face. Mm-hmm. Right, so it was like they did some laser stuff to my. They chopped up my face and took my blood out and rubbed my blood in my face, and I was like, I don't want to do that. Oh, well, I have a story to tell, so that was definitely out of my comfort zone. <laughs> but I had a story to tell. I didn't know it's I was going to an tell experience. it here. He, yeah. documented, he documented the whole. I did. Is that like a PRP? I need to apply that PRP. Yeah, so. They put PRP in my face. Yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah. Do you feel like it helped, do you, you Yeah. Look, so- so- look how beautiful my skin is. You look good. Yeah, yeah. You nice. always look good, I'm though. Girl, yeah, yeah. I have
2: beautiful skin. <laughs> <laughs he pulled up like, yeah, damn, man.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> also, yeah. I wanted Also, we wanted to thank you because we got an opportunity to come uh, to your studio, mm-hmm. iHeart Radio. You invited us graciously. What was it, a week and a half before the Super Bowl? Yeah, it was. Yeah, so we got to go down. Uh, amazing experience. Walk in, walking in through there, taking the elevator up, seeing all the radio carpet, stations, yeah. Uh, yeah. seeing you guys set up. Um, from the other room, like, hey, look, it's John Jay and Rich. Like, we're watching your guys' mm-hmm. segment mm-hmm. as it's going on. Oh, cool. I was in an awesome experience. Yeah, it was it's a good. surreal yeah, moment. Yeah, too. Definitely,
2: yeah man, thanks. definitely appreciate so, that. And we and we understand, like, we understand, like, you, you guys have like a super busy, hectic schedule. So we just appreciate you, you know, coming in and just coming like spit game. Because it's always good to like learn from others. You know what I mean? And kind of yeah. just kind of t- it's it's, a, it's growing moments for all of us. You know what I mean? Being able to, like, understand how other people are to where they want to be. Immediately
3: walking in... Oh, sorry. Uh, You go ahead. I I was just saying immediately when we walked in, the hospitality that you guys showed us, and then seeing, like, you have an on-off switch when you're going to work and then coming out in the commercial breaks. Like, even even you doing that, like, I I know how much little time you have. The fact that you gave us that little time means the world to us. But seeing... Like Q like said, behind the, the glass, watching y'all go to work. And it's like everything just was running on all cylinders. It, you guys knew. Everything looked like it was prepared. It wasn't people just showing up and like, oh, what are we talking about? Even though you might, you might actually be, I don't know. I don't <laughs> know behind the scene. But the way it looked, it looked like you guys you know, studied all night, didn't get an ounce of sleep. and just went to work. And it was flawless. It was amazing. Well,
0: thanks. Well, there's a lot of work uh, you know, to sound
3: unprepared that makes sense, mm-hmm. you yeah, know.
0: So, uh, thanks. That's a good compliment. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, we have a lot of fun. We have a great crew. We have an incredible. We, we've our, our shows evolved a lot over the last twenty years, but right now we have a pretty solid crew, and we yeah. can do. The stuff that we do now without the crew we have, yeah, the personalities mesh. mesh for sure, yeah, for sure, yeah. and behind the
2: scenes crew. All right, enough of the mushy stuff.
0: We yeah, yeah. <laughs> not well, stuff. It real Because you know, <laughs> my, when you guys first started this podcast, he was like, "Hey, I started this podcast. You know, can I get your uh,
3: Alright, uh, uh, hey, uh, you, you, hey, hey, don't
2: I
0: don't sugarcoat anything. No, he never told you what I said. sir don't sugarcoat it though. Oh, he was like saying, what do you think? And I go, listen, do you want me to tell you the truth? Or do you want me to tell you,
3: hey, great job, you know? <laughs> no, and He's absolutely. like, no, we tell me the truth. So I
0: laid into him. I was like, here's the deal with the podcast. And I just
1: kind of.
2: And then he was like, oh, um, OK, thanks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hey, yo, he. Hey, Why he didn't not, you I send really, that message no, <laughs> no, there, bro. No, 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 because I use as motivation. <laughs> I want are. the
3: motivation. <laughs> me too. Wait a 2nd I did <laughs> no, didn't need it. I'm a fan of the podcast, man. I really like your podcast. Thank you. So what was the moment that it took for you to be like, all right, they're actually doing something now instead of all the, you know, that list that y'all. I think that I want to go back to. You guys get Lolo on. I was like,
0: damn. He came with his Louis. Got my neighbor on. No, it's it's just a, it's a. I've been watching the clips and uh, I, I think it's a, it's solid. I think you guys can. It's gonna be fun to look back. And go, man! You guys won't put me back on your podcast now. You're too big. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh no, we definitely no, no, we would. A dentist, (laughs) a car dealer, (laughs) and a freaking overseas basketball player. What a weird combo! Hey, it
3: works. (laughs) It works. I I know. But honestly, uh, we we don't forget the people you know that believed in us in the beginning. Um, but speaking of Lolo, you told us that you were going to ask him for that Louis V jacket and the in the beanie. I did ask him. I can even show you the text. It, <laughs> it, it went unanswered.
4: Oh, oh man, Lo Larry. So Lolo, come on, Larry.
0: Lolo, Larry, uh, he's, he's a great human being, and it's one of my favorite restaurants. Right, Lolo's chicken, Lolo chicken and waffles. So when COVID happened and COVID shut down and shut down everything, I was like, that restaurant needs to stay open. So I put Larry on my show on the air every day. Every day, Damn. I don't know for a month, maybe. And I was like, "Tell me stories. What's going on? Uh, tell me about chicken. What? Like, I didn't want that place to go out of business. I put him out every day. Right? That's Man, real. You're real. I pulled strings and got him verified Woo. on Instagram. Right? Hey, uh, so when I'm that like, time comes for <laughs> us, you got to do that for <laughs> <No, us. laughs> like, me. <laughs> <laughs> I want to wear that jacket that you got in Paris you made the- <laughs> to
1: the podcast. <laughs> Crickets. <laughs> He made the call. He said, listen, I'm calling it in. Crickets. The jacket. Crickets. He spent, you know, how much that jacket cost?
0: 15, Probably like 15. 20 grand. Yeah. I thought it'd be so funny if I came in wearing the same jacket,
3: even his beanie. The <laughs> beanie. I was like, was fly. Fly. I would have laughed. Laugh. I, I was w- even going to w- wear the logo know. chain. Hey, he was, was fly, gonna, man. He was fly when he came <laughs> in. I hey, know he, he was. He's a straight up OG, man. <laughs> you got to yeah.
1: get a chain that says JJ.
2: I know. Just be like, this <laughs> is my boy now. Look at this. Oh, I want to ask you, man. You know, the Super Bowl, we had like a lot of stuff going on. I saw you. We uh, went to a lot of events like you said. Mm-hmm. How was that Uh, the Drake concert? I wanted to ask you about that That
0: was uh, that was sick. So what happened with the Drake concert? You know you start hearing about all these parties like 21 Savage Yeah, in fact there was supposed to be Booker was supposed to have the I heard this
2: rumor that him and a couple guys bought a
0: bar Mm-hmm but I don't know if that happened or not. And we got
2: went, in uh we got invited. Well, they didn't get to go, but I got invited to kick it with French Montana while he was here there. Oh, really? That <laughs> He's night. a good guy.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was a good night. But for sure. uh, the so the Drake was a invite only mm-hmm. and nobody's supposed to know about it. And it was something to do with Taco Bell. Well the thing like, is they had
3: flyers oh. that advertised it everywhere, but it said invite only. So what's right. the point that's of making the flyers? That's, that's what I mean. I don't <laughs> exactly. it was such a weird thing.
0: Like <laughs> my buddy Paul, he owns a couple of McDonald's. Actually he owns like twenty McDonald's. <laughs> and he was there. Right? Another friend of mine who owns a, an advertising agency, he was there. So I didn't go to the Drake concert. Oh, you didn't go? No. Oh, Paul, man. Paul sent me. See, I, I liked a little little inside information. I don't like to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes people will go and I'll be or like, I got invited to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to go to the Super Bowl. And I was like, hey, thanks, but uh, if you go... Send me video. <laughs> like I'm, I'm not going to say it's me, but I'm just going to post some of my story. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't go to the Drake. Now, I've been, I've seen Drake before, yeah. but I didn't go to that party because he didn't come on till 1 o'clock in the morning. Uh,
1: mm. damn, yeah.
0: yeah, right? So That's that the, the content part so you were good. talking
1: about. Like, now yep. you don't miss opportunities to grab content.
0: To a certain degree. It, it's funny because my wife and I got into it. was I, We had this weird little debate about something that never really happened. So I got this invite to go to the Super Bowl. One ticket to go with my friend. I was like, I don't, thanks. I don't want to go. And I was like, but if they give me two tickets, I said to my wife, I was like, if they give us two tickets, you should take our youngest son to the Super Bowl. She's like, you take him to the Super Bowl. <laughs> it's a father-son something. I'm like, I don't want to go. Because, you know, going to the Super Bowl, bumper-to-bumper to bumper, traffic yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, driving. I got to watch a commercial. I got to talk about the next day. Mm-hmm. I was like, I, so we actually had like an argument about who would
1: take our son to the Super Bowl
0: but we didn't have tickets.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, those Damn. are the most real and intense yeah. arguments or debates you can have. It's like the rhetorical or, you know, yeah. I guess um, not rhetorical. What's the word? Theoretical, right? Yeah, it's like if we did the, Hold on a second, what about this? Blah blah. I've, I've
3: been in that situation. Like, hold on a second,
1: this is not even happening. What are we talking about? You know what's crazy?
3: Did, why didn't you guys just say, All right, kids got their whole lives ahead of them? Let's just me and you go. <laughs> we, we, we did that already. We went in 2008 when the
0: Cardinals were in oh. super Bowl. Oh, that's the one to go. To. Just to let you know, at the very beginning, you brought up something about being OCD. I used to be so OCD about my radio show, so OCD. So here I got invited. My wife and I actually got invited by Kurt Warner and his wife to go, and he mm-hmm. was the quarterback of the yeah. Super Bowl. Yeah, oh, yeah. So we flew to Tampa, which is, and I was so nervous because the Super Bowl's on Sunday. I was going to do my show from a Tampa studio the next day, and I was so concerned about the technology that we wouldn't be able to pull it off. And I thought there was nothing more important than me being on the radio the next day. Right, the next day, the Cardinals in the Super Bowl. People want to hear from the number one radio show. You got to hear. It. I got to be. On, I can't have a technology glitch. Yeah. So the Cardinals were losing at halftime. And I said to my wife, I got to get the hell out of here. I got to get home. I got to get to Phoenix. (laughs) I'm in Tampa. It's Sunday night. She goes, what do you you mean? I go, I don't know. We got to get to... I got to get me to the airport. So we took a cab. We left at halftime in the Super Bowl. We're listening to the radio in the cab on the way. And I don't know if you guys remember that Super Bowl. Yeah. But all of a sudden, it was like, they tied it. Yeah. And then they almost won. San Antonio Holmes. San Antonio Holmes. Yeah. So I... But there's, a, there's a, a, a Ford dealership in Phoenix, and I happen to know the daughter of the owner of the Ford dealership, and he had a private plane, and they let me mooch a ride. So on the way, I got, we left at midnight, and I got a mooch a ride on a private plane on the way home, and I was sitting like this in the back of the plane, <laughs> on a private plane, from Tampa to Phoenix. I landed in Phoenix at 4.30 Went in the morning, Mesa Gateway. My mom picked me up, drove me right to the studio. I walk in the studio, plug in my headphones, boom, the show started. And I was back in Phoenix, to talk about the Super Bowl. Man. First calls, Kurt Warner. Did you leave? <laughs> Did you leave at halftime? What's wrong with you? And I go, You were losing. I and uh, I left my wife there. Damn. She stayed in Tampa. <laughs> uh, so that's uh, I was so nervous about the technology in the Tampa suit. Now so you uh, cared about of, that
3: more than the whole thing. I cared experience. more about I like,
0: uh, instead of the experience of being in the Super Bowl. So now I've learned a lesson now about uh, you know, as you evolve as a human being, about Life is about experiences now. Mm, life dang. is about experiences and that experience that her and I could have had. Like, I feel bad mm. that I did that. I also have a good story that I love to yeah. roll, but to be there and, you know, hang out and make love all night long. She rolled her eyes. Yeah, for about a minute, make love for a minute. But oh, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's,
1: well, that's a good way to put it. Like, life is a bunch of uh, experiences. Yeah, just so put together over time.
3: <laughs> Speaking of, because what time do you normally go to bed? And it seems like if you don't really like to go out, does that mean, is that something you personally don't want to do? Because I know like some, you know, part, uh, marriages or like significant others, they'll be like, oh, you're in a relationship now. You don't need to be going out. How What's your, uh, you know, your morals and value or like your thought process on, you know, if you're in a relationship or a marriage about you going out late at night?
0: I don't like going out late at night. Ever, really. And I tell my kids, that I think you guys probably heard this. I don't know the exact time, but it's like nothing good ever happens after 10 p.m. Yeah. And I hear that. I mean, I, so what happened the other day? Remember something happened the other day? Something terrible happened. And I go, see? That happened at 11 o'clock. And then this happened. At, like nothing good ever happens at 10. But for me, I go to bed between 9 and 10 p.m. And then I get up around 2.45 in the morning. So I don't get a lot of sleep. And I'm realizing now how important sleep is. it got your body resetting. So I'm really trying to monitor my sleep now. I'm, I'm trying to stop eating at a certain time and you know I'm, I'm listening to all these motivational tapes and these speakers and these health nuts and I have a great doctor and it, sleep is so important. So I'm really focusing on my sleep a lot. So and going out late really n- now if I stay up late way late it's almost like being hung over the next yeah, day man. you feel hung over even right? without any alcohol yeah, or anything I, I don't yeah. drink so yeah. I don't I don't need that Sweet. so I
1: just don't like I'm kind of an introvert I don't like going out you're an and introvert I am if we go out <laughs> man, in public I don't have like, it. that's hard to I kind of right picked man. up on that know. when you were when you were saying like okay I don't like to go or like you're kind of picky you're about socially it. anti-social because yeah, <laughs> i'm like that when i do go out it's like hey you have a good time but yeah. you're like man i need that time to recharge like yeah. hold on unplug if like, i go to a party i could easily sit in the corner and not talk
0: you anymore.
2: know what mm-hmm. okay i do take I, I take back what i said because when i first met him when we were working out and i was like um <laughs> i always say this man because i didn't i didn't like uh know of john jay just yet because i was training with his son but i didn't like realize who he was. And like my ex, like saw like your post, and I was in it when we were training with Amp at the yeah, facility. Yeah. And um, I had said something to him, and and like he was cool, but he was kind of dry. And it took him like a minute to like for Ooh, us to kind of like John Jay. it oh, took a minute done. for <laughs> us to like kind of like get to where we are now. So I could definitely see why 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 you yeah, say that.
0: Yeah, just kind of a chill dude, I think, yeah. when it comes to that. But I don't like going. I don't really like going out. Like we went to a wedding last week, and and it was a very close family friend. I've known them since I was like ten years old, okay, and I didn't yeah. want to go to the wedding. But, you know, my obviously I had to go to the wedding. Mm-hmm. I went to the wedding, and I made the best of it. We danced and had a good time. But then I, I left. we left at 9.45, you know? I got to go to a party. I don't know if you guys go. to. There's a big old party tomorrow night, big white party, Saturday night. Mm-hmm. You guys going to the white party? Mm-hmm. Come on, man. We Come should, go. I didn't know no, about it. I think Lolo will be there. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, like, I don't really want to go, but I know I'm going to go. They're really nice people, so I'll pop in for a little bit. Like, I used to go to my company Christmas party, and I would literally time it. To I like got it down towards ninety <laughs> seconds. I'd walk in, make sure certain people saw me, and
3: get in my car and leave. He <laughs> said ninety seconds. <laughs> I ninety seconds. He's got a timer. <laughs> I could just beep, see beep, that beep, as beep. like a, a mini movie or what do they call it? Short, um, shorts or short? Yeah, and just see like slow motion everything <laughs> happening. You got the timer running down in real time. Buzzing in his pocket, he's like, motion. "Click, I'm out." <laughs> <laughs> but I'm getting better at that, you know, because now now it's like
0: two of my kids are out of the house so now I really enjoy spending time with my wife her and I spend a lot of time together. It's like now hmm. like if this was five years ago I probably would have come here by myself hey I'm gonna go do this podcast and and then come home instead it's like you know come with me we have this experience together that's cool that's awesome you know? man. Yeah. That's super dope I really respect I, I wanna
2: uh, so Michelle she had a, a question that she wanted me to ask who's you. Michelle? Uh, from Exos, shout out to Exos, great place to go. Okay. Wait, which Michelle? Michelle? Michelle at Exos,
0: she goes, she's up to me. She was, she, by the way, I mean, he's at Exos. I told him to go to Exos, right? He was like, He told me to go things. to Exos. Yeah. So, <laughs> you
3: basically should get both of our yeah. referrals. <laughs> so he's like, all,
0: you know, was that torn Achilles or something? Yeah, right? sorry, he's all banged up. I was like, You need to go to Exos, man. He go, So, he goes to Exos and I see Michelle there and she's like, Oh, Monte says you made his podcast. And I said, Yeah, he doesn't know what to ask you.
2: I just did not say that, man. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> you put Wait, on is blast. this Insurance Michelle or yeah.
3: Michelle, my PT? No, oh, insurance, insurance Michelle. Michelle. All right, so nice. you're going there now? Uh, yeah, he well, he ain't been he there. I stopped so. going after New Year's with my insurance <laughs> renewed. <laughs> my <laughs> detectable, yeah, I'm like, I don't They're know. They're the best, man. No, that I had nothing bad to say about them, but it's just, for me, I had a torn meniscus, and he tore his Achilles like a couple weeks right before I did. And then he told me, he's like, Oh, John Jay told me about this place. You should go through. I really like it. I went. I loved it. The yeah. facility is amazing. The people are great. Yeah. And, you know, at the time, I already had my surgery. So my deductible was reached. So I didn't realize I was, you know, you don't appreciate paying two hours of visit when co-pay. you don't pay for it. <laughs> <That co-pay, what? laughs> but then the moment that insurance resets and that deductible hits, I'm like, you got dollars a yeah, visit. Know. You got a fifty dollar <laughs> copay, sir. And they, I, I still needed six more weeks. So after the New Year's hit, they're like, Michelle was. At, she asked Monte, she She's like, "Where's Omar?" Been? <laughs> I know, yeah, they was like, "Omar has <laughs> Michelle, I'm sorry. I love you. It has nothing to do with you. I do need to take I'm, care of I myself. didn't get to go today, but I'll be there next week.
2: But she had a question. She wanted me to ask you about how do how what's your um, what's your opinion on today's social media and how you raise your kids with how, Ooh, how like navigate That's a great question,
3: that. Michelle.
0: I think it depends on the age yeah. of the kid. Like I have a 16-year-old who's pretty active on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but what does she mean? What do you mean exactly
2: like with oh, Let opinion? me pull it up. I got you. She said thought of a topic you could talk to John Jay about. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry Michelle. So really you were saying you don't know, so what say. know what to, to say. <laughs> no, no, no 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 this is not no no this was like this was <laughs> random. This was random. <laughs> I love that. Rajay's calling him out. No man. No, no I knew it. Keeping what I it real. She said, raising kids in today's world, social media, and how do you deal? I, it's
0: fine. I mean, you know, our, my son is, I think he has access to everything. And there are some times where he's really tired the next day. Mm-hmm. And I think because he was on Snapchat all night. Right? Yeah. yeah. And I do think, what's interesting now, with my, my son's 16, and a lot of these kids, what I realize, they don't text, they talk on Snap. Mm-hmm. Do, you guys, do you guys know what I mean? I, I know what you they, mean. They so. It's all Snap and so they're on there the whole time he's on instagram they're never on facebook instagram's kind of <laughs> fading they're on tiktok a little bit but i
3: think it's okay i, I just sometimes you just have to go with it let the roll, ball it, roll yeah mm-hmm. i just i really thought snapchat kind of phased out me, I guess. No, but it's I like the no younger way, but it is the younger like younger. i think That's sub 18 yeah it's like
1: That's click and you'll see like the studio i'm at the studio oh, i right. can
0: no text me and say on a normal text on a text phone number <laughs> hey we're at the studio what time are you gonna get here they'll do that all on snap yeah. they don't task.
3: I can I have to go back and refer and I'm not going to go in there and click save and chat and like oh, yeah. what's the point of that that's no, a lot of work save
0: and chat but like, like my my uh, oldest son goes to U of A, and his roommate um, my, he he decided he's focused he's reading the David Goggins book you know and he's really focused on goals and career so he got rid of his social media he's 20 and realize he doesn't have his roommate's phone number because they only talk on <laughs> Snap. It's his roommate. Oh, no. Like, hey, what's up with Tyler <laughs> this weekend? He goes, I don't know. I don't have his number. <laughs> like,
1: because he's Snap. Get him on Instagram, Instagram. Like, I don't have Instagram. He
0: doesn't have Instagram. <laughs> he doesn't have anything,
1: man. So, yeah, man. You use Snapchat. I
0: did for a while, and sometimes I get back on it. The, the problem I have with some of the social media is, like, if I worked at a bank, if I had a normal job, if I was a dentist or a car dealer or a basketball player... I don't think that I would be on social media, Mm. but for my job, I have, see Mm. my show, my radio show is on from five to 10 every day and that's on the radio. When I get off the air, I feel like I have another show and that's on social media. Mm. That's where I have to have, that's where I think one of the, one of the places where I beat my competitors is that you could still follow my life when I get off the air Mm. and then I'll have people call the next day going, Hey, I saw on Instagram. You did this. What's that about? So it's like I mix my social media with my radio show and the podcast. Um, So I have a mass media. I I mix all my media. Do you know what I mean? So I feel like I have to. So I snap a little bit, and it's the problem with snap is that everyone from all over the world is on snap and Mm -hmm. they're messaging me stuff. And sometimes I don't know what they're talking about and there's (laughs) weird stuff. But then you know, Instagram is pretty, pretty, pretty intimate too. You know, so Mm -hmm. yeah, so I try to do as much as I can. But I also try to, like right now. Well, not right now, but like my wife and I went to dinner before we came here, and I leave my phone in the car. I just want no. I just try. discount I'm trying to be as present as I can, Man, all the time. You know what I mean? There's a. Yeah. You'd be sitting there talking to someone just like you three times during the dinner. No, I, 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 gotcha. I had to check that. I had
2: to check that <laughs> I, I know I was. If gonna you have... see me, I'm just checking for time, so that, no, way that Martin that, doesn't get mad at me for a, going over. So, there's but a I'm g- on do not
3: disturb. I there's just a great book
2: by
1: Eckhart Tolle, The Power of Now. Where he talks a lot about being present. And it's such a skill, I think, that give or take, I guess, depending on the age and influence, social media can detract from that individual. It's 100%. like, dude, just put the phone down for a second. The phone is dangerous. Look at me. Oh, what, like, right. Look at me eye to eye when you're talking to me. How many people say, yeah, man, I got this? And I'm like, dude, even when you put your phone down, you can't look at me. You know <laughs> what's going you know, on?
0: You know, not to name drop, you know, I get accused of name dropping all the time, but. If you ever oh, you can him, drop names. If you ever talk to Larry Fitzgerald, Ooh. that dude, when you're talking to him, he is on you. And nobody can break what he's talking to you. You know, I've had it happen the other way. When he's talking to someone and I want to say something to him, doesn't give me the time of day. Yeah. Until he's done talking to this person, mm-hmm. then he'll come over here and talk to
3: you. Like It's fascinating how wow. he does that. He's know? very, very media trained uh, because I've met him a couple times. But I feel like uh, for me, first time was like in high school. I think uh, I went to – I played at Chandler High School. I played football at the time, and we had – our star quarterback was Brett Hundley, and he played at UCLA. And so I think uh, Larry Fitzgerald would come watch his games, and then uh, I think he shot a commercial at one time at our school. But he won't talk to anyone. Like he's very, very charismatic on TV. And I don't blame him because like uh, the second – uh, in, uh, instant that I ran into him. My little brother, uh, there's like 14 years between me and him. He was a oops baby. but We mm-hmm. love him. <laughs> but uh, he was uh, playing in the same league as Larry Fitzgerald's son. So Larry Fitzgerald, he had like Darrell Washington by him and a couple other guys. Uh, and he's just, you know, he likes photography in his free time. Like that's his passion. So he's taking pictures of, um, you know, his son playing. So I'm like, I'm not going to go up and bother him. I think at that point, I he reached like an achievement where he highest franchise record for receptions or something like that. Um, and all the little kids from my little brother's team wanted to go up to him. So I'm like, man, I hate to be the guy to go bother him and be like, hey, man, the kids want to take a picture with you. So he kind of just turned around. Went right back to work. Didn't say a damn <laughs> word. And I was like, "Oh, congratulate, thanks." That's it. Oh, he, that's, that's different. Yeah. He's, he's in the <laughs> middle of doing something yeah. with his kid. Yeah. I'm
0: talking about whenever you do talk to him, like you, he's po- like outside, yeah. whenever you, because he, he's a class act. He's just present when he's talking to you. You know, my wife does this thing. She started this with our kids. Whenever we go to a restaurant, and you should try this yourself, right? She would always, after the kids order, she would then say, "What color was the 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 server's eyes?" Oh, right. so because she, when they order their food, she, they, she, they now if you, you go to dinner with my kids, they look at the server and they say, "May I please have the pancakes?" And they look, she looks, they look him right in the eyes. Oh, yeah, I mean, it's like a, it's a great skill. That's it's a, a great, that's you know. a great question. After, like, you did not look that. at them <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, her uh, eyes were green. I was yeah. looking. <laughs> you gotta. I mean, most of the time you can't be wrong with brown. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah like eyes brown. brown. <laughs> Damn. I'm brown. <laughs> 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 yeah. I'm trying it. Be where your feet are, is what my Ooh. wife always says.
2: Yeah. Be I where like your feet are. that. I love it. I, I love it. it. Be where oh, your feet are. You got to tell him what you told me when I got here. Because he was like, uh, he said, man, y'all late? He said, I got to get on y'all about time, man. And then you told me about the Selena Gomez. So, oh,
0: so I have this thing, you know, doing a radio show. So we were going to be here at 7. This has started. So I like to be early. And I think as a, like, I've been on the other side of that, where at, at running a radio show. Guests be at 7. You're supposed to be at 7. Like Selena Gomez one time. She was supposed to be in the studio at 7. And she strolls in at 7.25, 7.35 or something like that. I was so pissed. Because I'm running a show. Mm. You're going to be here at 7. You'd be here at 7. And she comes in late. And I just freaking laid her out. I was like, hey, man, you got to be more professional. You know, I got, I go, you're going to be late for The Tonight Show? You're going to be late to, at the time, David Letterman? You're going to be late to Jimmy Fallon? I was like, you got to give me the same respect you give them. There's no difference. And at the time, and maybe even now still, I had more listeners than Jimmy Fallon in the Tonight Show, wow. so it's like,
3: what was her? Just because his radio,
0: that? she started crying and it was like, oh. oh shit. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but the same, but I, be, I guarantee you, she's never been late anywhere ever again when yeah. it comes to doing an interview. You know, so it's like, so for me, we were here thirty minutes early, just waiting. And you guys weren't here, and I was like, where are you? I go, hey, I'm here early. He's like, oh, well, we don't get here till whatever, and you know, he comes from you. I got here before all you guys. <clears throat> <laughs> so and I, and so I told. like, everyone usually in Hollywood. It Damn. doesn't matter if everyone yeah. comes in late. That's on them. You guys need
2: to
3: be yeah. buttoned down no, for <laughs> so sure. that when your guests get here, they're ready to go. You know what I mean? Martin, who's usually the first one here for all the episodes? No.
2: When we first started this now. No, no not we first not, started. We ain't, we ain't doing no point, no fingers. No, <laughs> not first. When, when no, because you brought it up, no, so no, we're no, going to no, finish no, it. No, no, we definitely finish <laughs> it. Because when, when we first started, it was me and O. we probably be here around the same time. Then Q would probably show like 20 minutes, 30 minutes late. The point is, you know, it's a learning wait, list. Wait, 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 wait. Hey, I mean, I've had, yeah. you know that guy? I ain't playing no fingers on nobody.
0: You know that guy? What's but that the story right? like, You know, you people? Have you seen you people? Yeah.
2: Okay. Um, what's
3: you I think? actually watched that show because of you. I think really? you were posting it. Uh, you posted it a few weeks ago, right? Yeah, yeah it's hilarious. Yeah.
0: But the, what's his face? What's the star of you people? Not Eddie Murphy. The other guy.
3: The, the, uh, um, you are talking about the, the dude from uh, Dave? The or, No, the
0: dude from Superbad.
3: Jonah, Jonah Hill. Hill, yeah, Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill, yeah. we
0: had him on one time, right? It was on the phone he's freaking eating.
1: <laughs> I'm
0: trying to like, tell I'm me he's smacking like Yeah, I'm like, what are you doing? I mean it's mags. Don't you love that I'm on like, the Whoa. Xbox party? <laughs> like get off the f- don't eat. You're doing a radio show. Stop eating. Unless that's part of the bed. If you want to say, hey, I'm Yeah, Lolo's was the only one we ate for. We oh, had man, to. I had to. You, yeah. you did what?
3: We had to eat for it when Lolo was here. Like he, he brought, brought us food. Did. That's we smart. Had to, I get it. Yeah. No. If you're all eating, I'm talking about I'm
0: on the phone, so I can't Yeah, no, nah, you like, can't
3: do that. <laughs> <laughs> you can't like, do I'm that. Like
0: I'm like, dude. Now, I, he did a, he dropped a Jonah Hill dropped a special where he's sitting with a psychiatrist. I don't know if you guys are get a chance to see. It. It's called Spats or something like that. And it's Jonah Hill and Spats. It's a documentary. It's fantastic. I forgave him. For eating on my interview because I, I like him so much after watching that
3: documentary. Dang. Yeah. I still need to watch because um, that was a great recommendation. I watched it with my wife and she liked you people also but Shrinking is my next on the list. Shrinking is fantastic. I saw mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Three Kids Fence, my favorite show right now
3: on That's TV. That's yeah. my next on the yeah. on the watch list. Fantastic. So I do have a question. Yeah. Um, that's what I'm here for, man. It's,
1: uh, <laughs> it, it might go back years though. So one day you were driving to work and there was a, I guess, rainstorm. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. So I heard a little, like you talking about it a little bit, but take us through that. So you got, your car was sunk then. Well,
0: I come into work and it's dark. It's really dark. And the whole part of the neighborhood, but where the studio was, there was like a It's puddle. still the same
1: building that same we building, were at. Yeah. So it's what, like 2 a.m.?
0: Uh, it You're was around 3.30. Okay. And I'm driving in and I, there's, a, there's a puddle and I'm like, I can make that.
1: What were you driving? You said German, but I was like, hmm. Oh, I said German? I said, said German. I was
0: at the t- it was a 750
1: BMW. Okay, so big booty, baby. Yeah,
0: and I hit this puddle and I go through it. I'll never forget this feeling. I go, get in the water. So I drive to the <laughs> and It just goes, <laughs> everything just shuts off. Oh, up. shit. Like, what the-? And then water starts coming in on the door. No you way. Know, and it literally, the water just filled up the whole bottom with the gas <laughs> pedals and everything. And I was like, what the heck? And so I called Rich. Rich was already at the same Truck. He had a huge truck. So he comes in. I got to crawl out the window. And then also sudden the weather channel, like heard about it. So I'm I'm going live with the weather channel. It's the weirdest thing ever. And uh, and I kind of was like, yeah, I broke out the window and had to climb out the window. And he, the other guy was like, what a hero! I'm like, yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> but was like, All it was—I was, I, I was stupid. I was one of those people that you always see the cars floating down the road. It was, but it was dark. Yeah. If it was sunny, I would not have gone through. Nothing the good no, happens but, after ten p.m.
3: Right.
1: <laughs> well, like now after two. But the thing is, what you said in the interview I was listening to is rang so true. When everyone's used to taking the same route, yeah, especially early. I've had that where I was working for an insurance company and I would show up at like 5 a.m. There were times where I would get to the parking lot and be like, oh, I just park. How to I get here? And I was like, what yeah. was I thinking about? I'm like, well, got to go in. Like, yep. it's just you're so used to it. We're habits of creature.
0: Yeah. Or creatures of habit. Way. Excuse me. I've been driving that exact same way. I go that same road. And sometimes I look and I go, because without the rain, I'm like, how did my car get stuck here? Dang. Because it just doesn't seem that deep. Mm-hmm. But it hasn't flooded since. So you like yourself seven oh. forties, huh,
1: or seven yeah, fifties? Yeah, seven series.
0: Yeah, I love it. I yeah. love it. I've tried a couple of different ones and I didn't like them. I like German cars. Not a fan.
1: Gives you gives you enough space and enough luxury and it's a nice. Well, usable. you know
0: what's funny too is that um, I bought this one that I have right now about six seven months ago, and right after I had this moment where I was like, okay, I don't need this car. Like I'm having this moment where it's like my ego is in check. In the car situation now, granted, I have this car, so it's easy to say when I have it, and I have this other fancy car, but it's like I don't need it anymore. Like, if I when I'm done, like I could, I kind of like the Volkswagen Atlas. You ever seen those cars? Yeah, yeah, yeah. nice I SUVs. Got, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it's like I could buy five of those for what I have. Like, <laughs> you what have what the Performante
1: still, right? Huh? You have the Performante still?
0: Portofino, 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 and I got a 750. Oh, that's, you just okay, recently that's
3: right. let go. Did uh, the car end up selling at Barrett-Jackson? That was the convertible like, Oldsmobile. Yeah. yeah, that one sold. Totally. How that? That was uh, letting uh, that letting was, go of it? That was tough to let it go, but it was it, quite an experience.
0: Like, like I said, life is about experiences. Mm-hmm. I, here, and this is how I look at it, too. Is like There's not one radio person. There's not one competitor of mine in this state that had a car at Barrett-Jackson. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like You can't just put a car at Barrett-Jackson. They have to get approved. It's mm-hmm. got to go through a lot of stuff. So it was like I was like, okay, I've got this... What can I do? How is my radio show different to everybody else's? Because everybody else copies my radio show, mm. right? So i like, what can I do that's different? Well, I got a car, Bear Jackson. Number one thing happening in Arizona right now, I'm Bear partisan. Jackson. What can I do that no one else can do? I'm part of the Super Bowl. I'm, I'm at a big, huge Super Bowl party with J.J. Watt. I'm, I'm in the party with Anthony Anderson. Nobody else is doing that. There's not one person in the city that's doing that. Fact. I try to do stuff on my radio show that nobody else can do. And I also make sure that my radio show is, if you're in Arizona and you want to know what's going on, you turn on my show, and you will know exactly you're, you're part of the culture. Do you know what I mean? Mm, I That's one of the things about our where show. Where
3: do you draw like, your inspiration from or like where you think about what you and Rich and the team, uh, it was Kyle and Peyton, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, where do you guys research? Like, how do you know what to research for you guys to know what to talk about? Where do you draw that inspiration from?
0: Everybody on the show lives their life, and then I, I've coach them and given them tips on what to pay attention to in their life. And then at night, they all write me an email of everything going on in their life that they're willing to talk about. And then I pull stories and I'll be like, okay, Peyton just got a belly button ring. We'll talk about that at 7.05. Kyle has got to take her kid to Disneyland for a, a dance trip. Rich is getting married. We'll talk about that at 7.50. We'll talk, you know, uh, whatever. I, You know, so I place stuff or... Like, Rich is really nervous. He's getting married. Um, by the time this podcast drops, he's probably already married. But he's like, What What can I, what will I find out about her after I get married? Do I know everything about her? Which is extremely relatable if you're getting married. Like, what's good, do I know everything about this woman? Mm. So we brought that up on the radio, and the phones went nuts. Mm. All these people are like, Oh my God, I married my husband, and guess what? I found out. He had, you know, two otherwise before me, I knew, knew nothing about it. <laughs> and ah, and I found out he's he, married and he has a family. He's a drug addict. He's
1: this and she's that. You know, so it's like we, we just try to be as relatable as we can. And that's a great way to be yeah, relatable because right. you're taking from actual like you're okay belly button ring. Well, somebody was getting a belly ru- button ring at some mm-hmm. point and then, right. and then or thinking about and getting right. A lot of
0: times, the stuff in my life isn't relatable. <laughs> So I so I got a lot of stuff. So sometimes I do a thing go hey, like better Jackson. <laughs> <know>. like, exactly. <laughs> Who <100%? was> here <laughs> sold a car, better Jackson? <laughs> None. Nobody. <ago>. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. exactly. exactly. That's one of so I kind of bring that part in where a, a lot of stuff that's going on in my world nobody can relate to.
2: What about the Lambo? How did how did that go? Are You still searching? <laughs> no.
0: I haven't run that by her yet. Look at her. She just looked at me like, oh, hey. Oh. I haven't <laughs> heard anything hey, about it. Monte, hey. easy. I'm sorry. Monte. man. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I messed up. No, my bad. I planted that Urus seed. You're talking about the Urus. Thing. Yeah, the Uris yeah. yeah. Well, I was I was looking at the one he had, that red one. Yeah. But you tell me how they changed the body style. So I don't we, got to, we.
1: I think, actually, we got a new body style one, too. It might be like um, a grayish color. Oh, the Batmobile-looking one? Yeah. Ooh. Not like the dark blue, but like Ooh. the light gray color one. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. Yeah. yeah so that's no. down the road. Yeah. But then
0: again, like I just told you, ego and check. I don't need that.
1: Yeah. I'll get an Explorer.
0: The ST. You've has. changed. <laughs> <laughs> What's you up? don't get the U.R.S. first. You remember how I told so you at yeah. the beginning I was in sales and I had that BMW. I, had that, yeah. Yeah, I couldn't afford it, and then it got repossessed. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to get a Honda Accord. I'm going to get it. So I got a green Honda Accord. I had it for like a month. I was like, I can't take this (laughs) (laughs) card.
3: I know you touched on it very vaguely, but um, I remember when we brought it up at the iHeart Radio station, you were like, no, we're going to save the story for the podcast. About how you and Rich met. You mentioned Tucson, but how exactly did that come apart and then to build this 20-plus year-long partnership? So I was doing that show in
0: Houston that I was telling you about. It was a country radio show, and I I was... um, I was asked, there was a big radio conference in New Orleans and I was supposed to go be on a panel, speak on a panel with people about radio and whatever and I didn't want to go and it's like I told you, I didn't want to do, yeah. do anything and it's an hour flight from Houston to New Orleans and I remember telling my dad, my, uh, my dad's he passed away but he was an incredible human being and I said to my dad, I was like, I gotta go speak at this panel and I don't want to go and my dad was like, they asked you to be on this panel, that's a big deal. Ooh. He's like, suck it up you committed to it, go there, represent your brand and your name and, and your family and go help people that want to get in the radio. So he, he like knocked me between the eyes. I was like, all right. So I got on a plane and I flew to New Orleans and I went to this, to the, the conference. And at the same time, I was kind of putting my feelers out because I told you we, were, we had some struggles there and I wanted to be there for her more. So I thought maybe I could find a partner, you know, because I was doing everything by myself. Mm. And I happened to sit next to this guy who was Rich's agent. And Dr. Phil was there. Dr. Phil was speaking of oh, this thing. Right. I was going up after Dr. Phil. And this guy goes, hey, I'm so-and-so. And I, I represent uh, Rich Barra. And he's looking for something. He was in Dallas. Rich was doing a show in Dallas. He just got mm. let go. And, uh, and I was like, okay, I'll, I'll talk to him. So I met Rich in the lobby that night. And we hit it off. We talked all night. <clears throat> and he was great. And then he came to, I think I think we met in Austin. We had lunch in Austin. I took my dad with me. And we, we met in a, this barbecue place called Stubbs Barbecue. And I took, my wife used to do scrapbooks all the time. I took all my scrapbooks of my career that she used to make. And I go, here, Rich, this is me. This is my life. This is how I do radio. Like chaos, right? I mean, all these things I've done. This is how I do a radio show. Is that something that you're interested in? And he was like, Absolutely. So then he came to Houston and stayed with us for a couple of days. And we spent some time together and we did like a demo tape. And then right away I sent out the demo tape and we just started getting offers right away. And then it was kind of like, where can we have the freedom to do what we want to do? Because a lot of times, you take a job somewhere, like I did in Houston, and these people were just in my chili all the time. They wouldn't let me do anything. Micromanage everything. Micromanage. So in Tucson, the guy who was running Tucson, a guy named Mark Medina, he said, you come here, I'll let you do whatever you want. And I was like, okay. So we went there. Mark Medina now runs z100
3: in new york he's one of the best program directors oh, yeah. ever. autonomy is huge because yeah. it lets you have your creative juices flow and kind of do your thing yeah and then um throughout the partnership with rich do you guys i mean i feel like any relationship marriage business partner whatever you go through your ups and downs how do you all work through you know issues that come up and you know, to keep a strong bond like that for so long. We had some ups and downs, you know, but I could tell you that was probably about two,
0: three years ago. It was a kind of a low point um, with, within our relationship. There's a lot going on in his life mm. and there was a lot going on in my life. But now I would say now where we are, I don't think our friendship's ever been stronger. I don't think our partnership's ever been stronger. I don't think the chemistry on the air has ever been better than it is right now. But when we come up with stuff, like if though you're asking like how we agree to come up with stuff, I mean or, or just in, I mean just in general, just, like just, just working in, yeah. the behind the scenes yeah. stuff, not even no, what you guys talk about. he's obscenely talented and he makes me laugh my ass off at least once a day out loud for real off the radio on the radio he makes me laugh a lot, but off the radio, he says stuff sometimes I'm like
1: so we have, we have a each friendship. He's, you know, he's the opposite of me, mm. which is great. Compliments, Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's totally different. You know, it's funny you say that because I, it was a good question, by the way. I was going to ask that. Um, even uh, the tonality of your two voices are like a yin and a yang. It's hard to explain, but yeah. like you have a voice and it's like kind of more um, baritone, like it's just different. All of a sudden, Rich comes on here, and he compliments it. It's like, you guys compliment each other. And yeah. I think it's huge. When I listen to... I guess this is me getting old. Like I'm listening to NPR radio instead of music <laughs> when I drive places. What? Yeah. Science Fridays with Ira Flato. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't know. That's yeah. Sure. See? He's Damn. the oldest out of the group. So. Yeah, but but a, like, I like to listen... He's the OG of the yeah, group. So <laughs> sometimes I like to listen to music. I will put right. my 80s music on. I'll listen to now music. But I like to... To hear something that's inspirational, I can learn something from, or current events. So, anyway, I hear so many voices on the radio, like, so today there's a double, and I'm like, okay, that's kind of hard to listen <laughs> to, mm-hmm. or the next thing, but uh, certain podcasts or radio shows, there's someone's, I don't know what it is, it just, it's sound, and you're just like, uh turn it off mm-hmm. you know but you guys have a, a mm-hmm. great yin and yang. so the chemistry
0: really flown right now too and we, and we critique each other too sometimes like especially me I I, I'll, I screw something up and we go into commercials I'll be like oh dude, I cut you off when you said that I'm so sorry
2: and he's like all right. so what what mm-hmm. is your um give your I, I want to know what is what are your thoughts on when you're working with someone else because obviously you were so used to doing it on your own and you bring someone else into the mix kind of like can you like kind of give advice on how is it Working with others and being able to correspond because you guys aren't going to always like agree on everything, but like, how do you make it work so it could be successful? You mean with the group we have right now?
0: Yeah. or well, just in general. Well, like with the group we we bring in new when we bring in new people. Like Peyton is the newest person I think mm-hmm. as far as on air goes, but like we all interviewed her. Like I met her first. I bring her in. I'm like talking to her. I'm like we have something here. Then it, then Rich talks her. Then we bring her in and have everybody talk to her. Mm-hmm. Now one time, I think with Kyle before we brought Kyle in, which was like 15 years ago. We, like, did the whole psychology personality test. Oh, wow. She took the personality test. We took the personality test. We paid some firm, like, $1,000 to see if we all meshed, you know, like, used science. A lot of times people use science, and it's like, just, so they do it with music, too. Now it's just like, yeah. just use your gut. I think mm-hmm. your gut works. So we knew Kyle was perfect. Like, right now, we, did, you know, we didn't use science for Peyton. We're like, she's perfect. We
1: get along with her. It's great. You, you know, know what I mean? She's good.
0: Yeah, so, like that. So...
1: It's like scouting an athlete. Yeah. You know, there's so many analytics now, mm-hmm. which are great. It's like, yeah, this person's true shooting percentage or their player efficiency rating. And then there's a good old eye test. And yeah. somehow, like, I'll, even if on a low level, if I walk into the – you know, a couple of days ago, I walked into eSport at a hoop, and I'm just looking around the gym. I'm like, here's my eye test. All right, here's a guy. He's a little skinny, jumping, doing windmill dunks. I'm like, two-footed jumper. He's not dunking on me. If he mm-hmm. goes up, I'll jump, too. <laughs> like, it's just you scout with your eyes differently. Yeah. And I promise you, somehow, I feel like the advanced analytics are cool. But if you have that talent of, like, you know, the, what the eye test, test, it's yeah. just... Yeah. It's so, there's this
0: movie, if you guys get a chance to watch it, you should watch it. It's called In Search of Greatness. Have you guys seen it? Mm-hmm. I think I've heard of it. In that. Search of Greatness. It's a fantastic documentary. And they interview, um, what's his name, football player for the 49ers, the greatest receiver ever? Jerry Rice. Oh, Jerry okay. Rice. Jerry Rice. Um, there's Muhammad Ali footage, Michael Jordan footage, Wayne Gretzky footage, Serena Williams footage, I think. It's about these, the best of the Ooh. best, right? What do they all have in common? And, and Tom Brady, for example. Like the combine. You ever seen his combine? Yeah, it oh terrible. My God. It's, <laughs> it's terrible. like the worst in the history, yeah. right? But it's like here here we have the combine. We're measuring all these things. Why? Because we can measure them. But in reality, they don't matter. Yeah. Like Tom Brady mm-hmm. is an example of that. So they get into all these other athletes about what, why they're so great. And what it comes down to is not that... This guy played football his whole life. By the way, all these athletes— one of the things they all have in common, all the greatest athletes of all time—is that they're multi-sport athletes. Mm-hmm. Like Jerry Rice, he didn't pick up a football till tenth grade, right? Uh, Wayne Gretzky played hockey and baseball. Michael Jordan, baseball and basketball, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But nowadays, everyone just plays this one sport. But that's what I'm saying. You measure it. That's yeah. that's the same with music. They listen to music. Like I hear a song, I'm like, "Why are we playing this song?" It tests well. I'm like, <laughs> right? Or, true. hey, you guys don't do this anymore. We used to do this thing called the good, the bad, and the gossip. It was mm-hmm. our entertainment segment. Mm-hmm. GBG, we called it. It's part of our, our show. I, and do I remember. remember. Also, we had a focus blog, and they said, hey, we did this research, and it looks like our audience doesn't like the word gossip.
3: So we're like, okay. It has a negative So don't say gossip anymore. Yeah. So
0: we don't say the word gossip anymore. Now we say entertainment news coming up next. Just because some, re- like, I could have fought that.
3: <laughs> You're yeah. like, no, I'm yeah, saying yeah, gossip, yeah, I'm like, but you got to pick that. your battles. But I'm yeah. just
0: kind of like, okay, you guys want to not have us not say gossip anymore? Mm-hmm. you GBG feel like he has a ring to it? Though, I, know, I know,
3: I know. <laughs> yeah. Do you feel
2: like that actually helped, like changing no. it from it's probably
0: yeah, the same? I think same. there's other same. issues. Yeah, yeah.
2: Thing.
0: <laughs> there's other issues, not that.
2: Um, we're gonna have to wrap up here soon. But question: uh, KD signed with the Suns. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they made some changes. They're still trying to add more to their roster what because you are a Suns fan and you go to the game a lot like what do you what are your predictions going to finish out this season for them do they, you think you they know, have I a
0: mean, shot i am a suns fan but i don't know if i'm qualified enough to give you guys basket to talk sports. <laughs> no no no, no, no. I man anybody <laughs> I mean, anyone I qualified i love i love devin booker um i'm actually be you know i'm i'm close with his dad mm-hmm. um I, I, I you know i i don't I, I don't know i like Saban lee Saban lee's my favorite player on the suns yeah. right now Mikal
3: Bridges was my favorite before he. Yeah, uh, let, uh, let him go. I, I
0: think you know they. Had, to me, when they signed him, I was like, okay, they're gonna win, right? Yeah. But then again, you have that when they had that whole all, all those great players on the Brooklyn team. Yeah. What happened? They, they only helped, played right? seventeen games together, See, right? But that's yeah, yeah, all three. Exactly. And how
1: many of those seventeen games did they win? I don't. I can't tell you. But when Kyrie and KD were healthy this past season, uh, together they were eighteen and like four and number three. They were looking good, but then it's like. Kyrie didn't really want to stay. Yeah. he's right. like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm
3: bullshit that he
1: went through. Yeah, there's a lot of backstory too. But he
0: also got this yeah. new
1: order of the Suns, so I think he Matt Ishbia. Yeah,
0: I like that guy. Yeah. I, I did Seen about that guy and read about that guy. He's likable, right? And so Same there's, like there's this momentum. I think when you have when you have players that love management and love the team, mm-hmm. and I think that works in radio too. I think mm-hmm. there's a lot of parallels with radio and basketball. So when you have management that you love working for, you will bust through walls for them. And then there's this. Momentum and this inertia that's contagious and there's just like excitement and you're not, you're unstoppable mm-hmm. And I think
1: that the Suns might have that, you know, I've seen it actually uh We were talking about it before someone was asking about like hey Do you think DeAndre Ayton is gonna I'm like have you seen how he's been playing mm-hmm. even with the news that KD was here? He, he wasn't obviously suited up before the all-star, but you can see his energy. Right. You can see the team like uh Joshua well, that dunk yeah. KD was on yeah. the bench he was, and he was jumping up and down. You're yeah. like, wow. And right. KD talked about his dunk. He goes, Booker is not known for his athletic ability, but he showed a couple of those dunks, like, you know, I he got has it
0: in his package. Everybody. There's a documentary coming out on Steph Curry. Did you see that? I think he got, was too small, too slow. Oh yeah, yeah I mean, Davidson. Look, yep. look at that. Here's a guy again, you measure bad things, ankles.
1: You measure stuff, but you don't doesn't matter,
0: you know? So Can't But you nailed it. People
1: people don't run. Uh, from from like the work they run from the management. Mm-hmm. Tell me about it. Yeah, we were saying that just <laughs> earlier, and but there's that energy is there. So yeah. Suns Championship, right? Yeah, I would yeah. Love it, man, let's go, of course, of course, I would love Let's
0: call I manifestation. We're gonna see you in the, on the
2: finals court side. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, man. You know, yeah. like I said, life is about experiences, right? Hell yeah. Exactly. I'm a, I'm gonna
2: <laughs> Facetime you while
3: you're there, so I can just be a part of it. me the court. You
1: got it, man. Who? You want to ask? No, no, no. Go, yeah, ahead. I, you go ahead. I was
3: just going to say, John Jay, thank you. Uh, we thank you, you and your lovely wife, for you guys coming and making this a date night for you guys. But, yeah, man. Uh, I know we're going to let you guys go off to your son's it. game, but we always have a question. You're asking at this time? Like, I, yeah, I, I, seen I seen normally ask it, actually, but go, go ahead. Go ahead. No. Go ahead. No.
1: All you, No, well. so the love. Throw the love.
2: All right. Now, the question we always like to ask, because uh, obviously our podcast is more so like in a positive light to shine a light on people with their stories and just kind of inspire. Uh, we always ask our guests, like, who you think would be a good guest for us to target to try to bring on, bring on board and hear their story. Somebody else to bring you in here? That's I yeah. like a referral. Yeah, do I get a discount for fro. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. When <laughs> <laughs> we, we get big time, man, come on now. You
0: know, tell me who you want. You know what would be cool See, to get in here? You should probably get Booker's dad in here, Melvin. He's great. I'll be so. so are you going to throw,
2: get... throw the alley oop for
0: that? Yeah, you, yeah, sure. Throw the love. Yeah, throw the love. <laughs> <go>, you <laughs> want me to yeah, yeah. help you get him, or do you just want to go after him? Who do you want? See, help I ain't. You. That would be great. That like, would like, be great. That's like Christmas. Like, <laughs>
2: It's like, what do you want for Christmas? Ah, shit, I don't know what I want for Christmas. No,
1: no. Listen, Melvin would be
0: great. We would
2: love to have him. Um, let me think.
0: So, you guys, is it just sports or you guys have any? No, anything. anyone anything. with a cool
3: story. Like, anything. It, it's anybody. Just like.
0: Amp? What about amp? Same as that? that? I definitely feel like I mean, we going amp, dude. That dude was in the Super Bowl. Yeah. That dude grew up in a small town, small, yeah. small town, mm-hmm. got recruited for every sport, p- picked football
3: then we got to the him super him, bowl yeah.
0: and now and, and meanwhile he's coached some of the biggest nfl nba players and his son's playing for the Suns. and, now and I just he's asking what's that like local have your too. son play
2: man. for the Suns?" and he grew up here Seriously, that's crazy yeah. now and we definitely don't get amp for sure so okay so we got amp, melvin amp. And, amp. and melvin what, what melvin. about i get you luis gonzalez
0: from the diamondbacks you Ooh, know him that'd be great, great. hell yeah down he down world series yeah he's great he's great too so that's
2: three Let's do it. Let's make it happen. Man. Man, Tell me who you love want. God yeah, said make it who y'all want first. Let's make it happen. Hey, right, and
3: if you guys ever need a guest on uh your guys' show too, just let us know. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, we, <laughs> no, <I'm laughs> hey, hey, we wanna go do the same
4: concept.
1: <laughs> have us on everyday yep. <laughs> Hey, hey, let us give uh, uh, John Jay a second to shout out your social medias we'll plug him in here on the screen oh, and sure, man.
0: Yeah. Hey, that's another thing. When you guys post your social media sometimes, and you post on your Instagram, I don't know who it is. You guys, are, it's like I, I gotta work hard to find out who you're posting. Oh, it's okay. usually in the tag. Well, never, no, I gotta it. look for it. It's like it's not there. We going to put it up there. Yeah. Like, yeah, That's a, a good idea. We gotta put in our comments, yeah, like in the caption. Up there, it's like, mm-hmm. hey, we're talking to so and so, hip hop artist or whatever. I'm like, who is this guy? Yeah, and I gotta look for the name of the person. I gotta click on. So do you want it like
3: that. in the caption of the short, like? The short clip have not, their not, Instagram you have a username clip,
0: on it? I'm talking about an Instagram when you mm. put like you hear you post the little like, mini yeah, clips. Here's you know here's Lolo's chicken and waffles or whatever. So you have the the handle right there. So you put, who's this
3: guy? You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, because oh, okay. in the tag people, it's like usually us three, and then you have to like yeah, sift. that's that's, that a, that, that's, a, that's a good yeah. Uh, Maybe it's on it's the short like clips that. when we edit the <laughs> captions, we just flash their. Uh, yeah. yeah, visually. Mm-hmm. You know how like the subtitles are coming up? Yep. On the, on or the after TV. the clip
1: when we post it, just put the text hip hop songwriter. Yeah, like people for sure. bless, bless you. Bless like
0: bless someone's going to watch, someone's going to, people are falling down, not going to know who I am. So he's got to say radio show host,
1: local legend, 20 year radio host.
2: Uh, Mark, instantly, hey, I got a fan for you. I already read to Talk to him. Oh, he's an old, <laughs> yeah, he was friends with an old buddy. He's
0: got an <laughs> incredible, he's, he's friends with this uh, incredible guy named Franklin Montgomery. He's father of four oh kids. That's who he had on Instagram when I or on Facetime. So he was a mutual friend, yeah, great yeah. human being. Which me. means Martin, I have this. Theory. My dad used to tell me this. My dad used to say, "You see a man's friends, you see who the man is." Mm. Martin, now you're talking in the middle of my interview. <laughs> <laughs> Martin, Martin, I love it. John Jay's got no
3: filter, and I freaking on? love it. I'm you a <laughs> <laughs> he's, tra- he's trying to say you, something good you about see,
0: you, Martin. You see a man's friends, you see who the man <laughs> is. Right? That's some right. wisdom right it's there. You man's friends who the man is. And Franklin, who he put on FaceTime when he walked in, is a great guy, an incredible human being. Which, is, And he's his friend, which means to me, Martin, pretty solid guy. Yeah, we'll definitely. That's why we got him. That's why we got him. But you go ahead and interrupt when I'm trying to put no, it <laughs> Oh, then you're talking hey. too. Uh, you know, and, hey. hey,
3: that's a clip. That's a clip, that's a clip. No no for guests sure. guests allowed in here. No more. When no to to you bring people out, you gotta, gotta have them wait in the outside. lobby. <laughs> we're gonna handle business. We love it. Talk. We love it. It's a family environment oh, here. For sure.
2: This was dope, man. I pre- Awesome. We, we appreciate yeah, it it you, man. Here, man. I look forward to the pips. Absolutely.
0: Thank The interview's not No.
1: You gotta
0: wait till it's done. When it's over, it's over. Then you start talking.
1: She said, you're oh. done now. Oh, done. Man. I hey. wish she had a mic so
0: that I was, know,
3: people could get this back and no, forth. She interview
0: her, man. She talked no. about our dog rescue and how we help foster kids. You guys you guys didn't ask me any of that stuff, man. Dang, Bro, part If we, two, if we part really, two.
3: you know what? You know how you said we would never get you back on? We'll definitely get you back hey, on. Part two? But that conver- the way the conversation flowed, we could have talked for at least man. another 12 hours and we would have been fine with it. But True. y'all got a game to catch. Uh, I right. don't have unlimited money to pay Mark. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we, we all don't have unlimited yeah, money, bro. Yeah, we all don't hey, have but money. I don't got that yeah, <laughs> dental my, tuition. Yeah, my my yeah, pockets yeah. ain't that yeah. deep yet. You went to Chandler High, too, bro. Did you, you did? did yeah. You didn't tell me that yeah. last time. You did? No yeah, way.
0: I went to Chandler High, yeah. Damn. I actually went to Chandler Junior High, which, which isn't there anymore. Yeah, yeah it's not there it's anymore. To the Chandler High.
3: Dang. Small wolf wolf. Hey, wolf, look. Hey, that means we're connected, for sure. You know what else
0: y'all could do? And that just a small suggestion. Is y'all, this is... This is dumb that I think this way,
2: but you each have like a drink and they're all different. Like you have Kirkland, you have Smart Water, you have
3: a We're waiting for a sponsorship so we can all have the same drink if that's what you're leading to. Exactly. Yeah, but no one's no one's reached out. I've reached out to Essentia. Essentia hasn't. Wait, anyone you get it
2: for you? What do you need? Oh, well, let's so talk to, about you? this all off camera then. You, oh yeah, you. we, we gotta got wrap, wrap this up. Let's wrap i reached out Essentia, Lifestyle, Red Bull. Oh 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 oh, 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 stop. Let's wrap this up. Uh, <laughs> Stay tuned for the next episode. Thank you, guys. Peace.